Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone. For drivers who want to get the most out of their cars, it's Bridgestone or nothing. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. This is AutoLine Daily for TGIF Friday, July 15, 2011. And here's what's happening right now in the automotive industry. Sergio Marchionne is getting very close to announcing a new management structure at Fiat and Chrysler as he gets ready to fully merge the two companies together. The Wall Street Journal reports that that announcement will come in the next 10 days. Merging the two companies will make Fiat Chrysler the eighth largest automotive group in the world behind Honda, but ahead of Peugeot Citroën. However, if they hit the sales targets Marchionne's talking about by 2014, they could become the fourth largest automaker in the world. Of course, both companies have some labor issues to deal with. Those knuckleheads at one of Fiat's unions in Italy, called Fiam, is on strike today because the company refused to pay bonuses this year. <laughs> Imagine that. With the worst productivity and highest absenteeism in Europe, and barrels of red ink to go along with it, this union calls a strike because they are not getting a bonus. FIAM, I should point out, is a communist-run union. The other two major unions that Fiat deals with are still on the job. And Chrysler has yet another problem with line workers getting high on the job. The local Fox News affiliate in Detroit caught workers on video again partying down in a parking lot right next door to their UAW local during their lunch break. This latest episode involved workers at the company's Trenton engine plant. You'll remember that. Last year, the same television station, Fox 2 News, caught workers doing the same thing at Chrysler's Jefferson Assembly Plant. The good news in all of this? It was their fellow UAW workers who turned these guys in. Chrysler fired the 13 workers caught doing this last year, and that's exactly what's going to happen to these other guys. Despite building cars in Germany for 80 years, Ford does not have a very good image in the country. It's trying to turn that around by touting fuel economy and technology because Ford wants to be viewed the same way that Volkswagen is seen in Germany, being known for well-built cars with great technology. So Ford will introduce sync along with hybrids and electric vehicles. Germany is the largest market in Europe and it's a bellwether for the rest of the continent in terms of design, technology, and pricing. Ford ranks fifth in sales in Germany with 7.5% market share compared to VW, which is number one at nearly 21%. Speaking of Ford, the company teamed up with recycled polymeric materials to make seals and gaskets out of recycled tires and bio-renewable content like soy. The sustainable gaskets were first introduced in 2008 and are now used in 11 models. Over 2.2 million pounds of rubber from old tires have been made into seals and gaskets. And in addition to helping the environment, the seals also provide weight savings compared to regular ones. And speaking of recycling, Honda announced that 10 of its 14 plants in North America no longer send any waste to landfills. Honda started the initiative 10 years ago and has prevented an estimated 
4.4 billion pounds of waste from going to landfills thanks to waste reduction and recycling initiatives. In 2001, for every car the company produced, nearly 63 pounds of waste was sent to landfills. Now that number is less than 2 pounds. The remaining waste is either recycled or used for energy recovery. China announced that it will increase exports of rare earth metals, which are used to make electric motors for hybrid and electric vehicles, after it had slashed exports. According to Reuters, quotas will come close to 2010 levels, but the European Union says that is not enough to address concerns of stable supplies. China still accounts for 97% of the world's rare earth production. And speaking of China, even though car sales are slowing down there, over 9.3 million vehicles were sold in the first six months of the year. Light vehicle sales accounted for over 7 million units compared to about 6.3 million in the U.S. Commercial vehicle sales in China came in at 2.2 million units. Coming up next, the world's biggest automotive supplier, which works on hybrids and electrics and all kinds of other alternative technologies, says the internal combustion engine is still going to dominate the industry for at least another 20 years. Peter Marks is the chairman, CEO, and president of the Robert Bosch Company in the Americas. He's also my guest this week on AutoLine. And joining me for that interview are Michelle Krebs from Edmunds.com and Tom Murphy from WardsAuto.com. In the following clip, Peter Marks talks about how the internal combustion engine is going to get a lot more efficient than it is today. You have all these uh, technologies you're covering, but what we've also seen is the internal combustion engine has gotten so much better. I mean, we're seeing all of these cars with 40 mile per gallon um, fuel economy. Where do you see that going in terms of gasoline engines? Mm -hmm. We think that gasoline as well as diesel engine, from today's technology point of view, have still a 30% improvement potential going forward. And so we are working very diligently to materialize this 30% to make uh, the internal combustion engine a viable option still for the next years to come. What about the market for diesel, though? Um, as I looked at the numbers, um, the, you know, the market for diesel in the U.S. for light vehicles has basically fallen in half from 700,000 or so in 2006 down to about 300,000 today or as of 2010. So I'm just curious, you know, where do you see this going? And, and if it continues to fall in terms of diesel penetration rates, could it reach a point where automakers and suppliers have to say, you know what, this, this is just not a profitable business to be in, in terms of diesel for light vehicles in the U.S.? Mm -hmm. We still think that diesel has a very good chance uh, to have significant growth also in North America. Uh, we see that right now the take rate on uh, the available cars, which are available alternatively for gasoline as well as for diesel, there are take rates on the passenger car of uh, close to 30 percent. And if you compare this to the light duty truck market, it's even 60%. We just recently did a study together with a university showing that the total cost of ownership, if you consider the fuel saving which you have, combined also with the resale value, where you basically get back the extra cost which you pay upfront for the higher uh, price of the vehicle, it's a very good uh, business case for the end consumer. And as the end consumers are realizing this, 
I think with further offering of diesel vehicles, which will be coming to this market soon, we will see that uh, the penetration of diesel is finally picking up. By the way, you can see that entire interview right now on our website, or you might be able to catch it on your local public television station. Look for the link on our website that shows all the different markets in the U.S. where you can watch AutoLine on TV. You can also catch last night's AutoLine After Hours that we did with Jack Telnack, the former head of design at the Ford Motor Company. That is a good show. And tonight, don't forget to watch the live taping of Roundabout. Definitely an entertaining look at some of the craziest things that people do with cars or anything car-related. That's Roundabout tonight at AutolineDetroit.tv. And <laughs> that's the end of all those promos. And it's the end of today's report on the top news in the global automotive industry. Have a great weekend. We will see you on Monday.